It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Crash and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, and I represent the official exclusive morning show of LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerd shows and podcasts air on LTN Radio first, and you'll find an amazing mix of music, Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long right here. That's right. So if you're listening to our show on podcast, you're late and you're missing out on all that we have to offer, check out LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app, search and favorite LTN Radio. Today on the show, uh, well, this whole week we're doing a, a, a love, laugh, live kind of series of discussions. And, and the first, first day we, we tackled love, mainly focusing on showcasing God's love and our love for God. Uh, today, it's going to be laugh. Today, we're focusing on on laugh and specifically laughter about uh, church and church culture. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun today. Glad that you are with us. Uh, but before we get into that, today is Tuesday, January 26th, 2021. And uh, we got uh, some holidays to celebrate. It's uh, It's Australia Day. So, you know, you can't hear us. Uh, it's National Spouses Day, which uh, seems, I don't know, pointless. Uh, we, don't we, I'm pretty sure we take care of that at Valentine's Day, even if you're married. So, you know, and we also have anniversaries. So shouldn't that just be our spouse day? You know, we don't need a National Spouses Day is what I'm saying. We don't. But lastly, uh, my favorite here. It's National Peanut Brittle Day, guys. Peanut brittle. Mm, terrible for your teeth. Terrible for your teeth, but so delicious. Uh, I'm not a... F- I mean, I don't hate peanut brittle, per se. Uh, but I have moved beyond peanuts in my peanut brittle. I prefer pecan brittle over peanut brittle. But my number one is cashew brittle. Um my wife and I have a friend, uh, one of her childhood friends named Tamra. Uh, and one year she made us a tin of cash homemade cashew brittle. And I don't think my wife got any of it. And I'm pretty sure I ate it all in one sitting. It was so good. It was so good. And every year I ask her to make some more and every year she forgets or can't and i just i'm sad i'm so sad it's delicious y'all anywho those are those are our holidays i'll just live in that memory for a while hey first up in our our laugh episode today we're going to be talking about the unwritten church rules let's go
Welcome back to the Back Row Baptist Podcast. So we spent the first half of the show sharing all of your unwritten church rules. And now we're going to take a few seconds to uh, talk about some that spoke to us. Uh, and I'm going to start with one, the one from uh, at Dustin W. Scott. Do not bring a special you want to sing to the soundboard guy five minutes before the service. This should be a law... And almost everybody is guilty of it anymore. I don't understand why people who want to perform don't treat it like a performance and be prepared for it. You should be at least an hour early to get things set up and sound checked and run through. Even better, you should get the music to the sound guy the Sunday before you're singing mm-hmm. so he can play through it and make sure it works. Mm-hmm. I've had people bring me a flash drive. <clears throat> 10 minutes before service, say, here, play this. Well, I'm sorry, okay? Our sound system is two decades old. I can't just push a play button in the cloud and we get to play this music. I have to get your file, convert it to an MP3, burn it to a CD, and then make sure it didn't degrade in the conversion. And if it did, then I usually have to buy a better copy from iTunes out of my own pocket just to keep everybody happy. I've gotten to the point where I will tell people that if I can't review their music before we're supposed to play it, you just can't do it this week. I'm sorry. See you next Sunday. Uh, but to our, at this church, our typical soloist credit, since I've started insisting on these kinds of rules, they've been much better about being prepared and giving me time to prepare. Um, but I think too many sound workers are afraid to make these kinds of demands. Uh, but honestly, I think it comes down to respect, right? We need to respect the sound workers. They're not garbage human beings. They they have they have feelings and anxieties and need to be loved. Do you have feelings? I have feelings. And anxiety and you need to be loved. I am not a monster, I am a man. Didn't my mom give you like a track once? Your mother. <laughs> this is a your mother story. No, hold on. Your mother does this a lot. In fact she did it tonight. Right before we started recording this, we had an Awana, Awana Club's like award ceremony for their end of the year, and literally a minute before her husband grabbed the mic to start the service, she runs up to me, hey, I forgot to send you this YouTube video that we need to play during the service. Can you, can I, can I, can I send it to you from my phone and you put it up? Well, I'm like, well, I need to like download it and and get it going but I'll I'll make it happen for you mom cuz I love you but uh yeah some people some people can't get out of that habit That's funny. <laughs> love oh, you <man>. tina <laughs> That's funny What about you guys what church unwritten church rules have jumped out at you <clears throat> I have one from at Eli from Lovelady. Eli from Lovelady. <laughs> <laughs> Only Republicans Lovelady. are welcome in God's house. Yeah. Hashtag amen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. I, I, I'm pretty sure that might be in the Bible somewhere. Yes. Um, if, if not, I think we need to talk to Trump about it. He could probably do something about that. <laughs> I make the best Bibles, the Trump version. <laughs> it's got all the right things written in it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Republicans are the only ones allowed in church. <laughs> you know it, I know it, everybody knows it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good agreement. <laughs> 
<sighs> I remember oh. it being like a big deal when you're when we were in youth and the youth, you know, who can't vote at this point are being very political and we're having all these big political discussions and then our youth pastor admits to us that he voted Democrat. Yeah. Chris Chris Horton. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He, and we were just like, because we had been saying terrible things about Democrats. No, him and I, uh, shortly after that, him and I, I had just gotten out of the youth group, so I wasn't in youth anymore. Yeah. Him and I had a very long discussion. I was very Republican, and he was very Democrat. And we had a very long, drawn out, over like several days discussion. And we both kind of came to the cl- conclusion, we should probably be neither of these things. <laughs> neither of these things are really representing us well. <laughs> And I feel like that's especially true lately. <clears throat> that's funny. It's just awkward. It's awkward like on after the election, you know, I think John brought this up when we first tried to record this. He said, you know, you show up in church, people are like, wow, weren't the results great? We're like, great's a great. strong word. It's a strong word. I mean, yeah. it could have been worse, right. definitely, but... I'm not sure this is ideal, uh-huh. per se, uh-huh. but, yeah. No, I get it. Um, there are a lot of things that go hand-in-hand with at least conservative uh, Republican uh, stances in most churches, at least in our area. But mm-hmm. different parts of the country and different cultures can see things a little bit differently, and I can understand <clears throat> how they get to that point. Yeah. But, uh Hashtag Trump 2020. But where we're at, <laughs> where we're at, I'm sure Tyler has his gun on him right now. <laughs> so that'll, that'll tell you where we're at. <clears throat> I got another one uh, riffing off. No, this is one that nobody tweeted that I thought should be one. Okay. Uh, if you need to talk to the sound man during the service, make sure it's when he's trying to focus on the lyric slides. Yes. I don't understand why people always, this is the only time I ever have people come and talk to me during the service is when I'm trying to put the lyrics on the screen. I have to listen too. And so I'm trying to listen to them and fix their problem, meanwhile trying and failing to keep up with the worship leader. You put a sign up. Yeah, no, literally. No talking. I literally thought. Back up, bro. It was happening so much two years ago that I was going to print out a sign to hang on my my shoulders said do not disturb until yep. after worship. Yep. <laughs> Signs are okay. We need to learn that. Signs are okay. So, when I usually get talked to, like when I'm, you know, actually there helping you in the sound booth is during handshaking time when I'm trying to, you know, watch yeah, for when to. they're going to start the music, you know, uh-huh. I need cuz I need a lot to turn of off the music we have. During handshaking time, unmute everyone's mics now that they're on the stage, and be prepared. And, and get that's the lights everyone, turned off. And that's when everyone wants to talk to us. Yeah, <laughs> that's so like, funny. What are you yeah. going to say, Tyler? I am probably the world's worst sound man. Um, <laughs> and just so happen to be one of the backup sound mans for the church. Um, <laughs> Because if you're bad at something, that's obviously what you should do. Um, but anyways, oh, we don't care if you're bad. It's just the willing part. Yeah, that you're right. Right. I have about the attention span of a gnat. So <laughs> keeping up with the lyric slides is already hard enough for me. And then, yeah, I'm with you. If people come up and, you know, want to talk about 
anything and everything, and I'm like, hey, I've kind of got a job here. And <laughs> I, had, I had someone come up to me and say, hey, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the names to protect the elderly. Ethel thinks it's, <laughs> Ethel thinks it's too cold in here, and Edward thinks it's too hot. And so I'm like, okay, can I just leave the temperature? <laughs> can, can, can I not do anything? And he's, and he's like, he's like, um, he's like, no. So, so I went, I went up to each of the thermostats and pretended to do something, and nobody complained after that. The placebo effect works. That's funny. All right, Andrew, you got a lot over there. Give us one of yours. Um, let's see. Oh, don't touch the dishes in the kitchen. Don't touch the cookware in the kitchen. Don't touch the air in the kitchen. That's at Rarek Atchison. Rev Eric. Rev Eric Atchison. He said Rick. Rarek. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, in our church, those are written rules. If you go in our kitchen, there are so many little sticky notes Uh (laughs) to everyone because no one... Puts dishes back when they're done. Covers they their food in the, the microwave. They yep. take the dish dish rags to wash them in, you know. And they good. don't bring them good, back. Good, uh, what is it, you know. Good. good. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what you're going to say either. I know. Like all good Republicans should. Like all good Wash your rags. And good, With good intentions. Good intentions, yeah. Of, of washing them, bringing them yeah. back, but then we'll have a sign up. As of Friday, all the dish rags in the kitchen are missing. Please return the dish rags as soon as possible. Well, to be fair, sometimes the people that take them home don't bring them back for two or three weeks. Take them all. Leave us one. It's okay if it's dirty. We need it. Yep. But I used to hate it when, um, Dean, every time we would have a new person joined the church he would say you're free to raid the refrigerator and i'm just like really don't say that just today today. i have to just today i I have to hold on i'm pregnant and i like (laughs) coke right now and matt went and got me a coke it's in the bag in the fridge Right in a bag. Somebody took it. Someone took it out, (gasps) took a drink of it, and put it back in the fridge. (laughs) Like no one would notice. What? That is crazy. (laughs) That's my coat. It was in a bag. This is clearly someone else's. In a bag with my drink, which they didn't touch. Because it was a Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, jeez. But good night. Oh, my goodness. Guarantee yeah. you that wasn't a Republican. <laughs> you know what? Gotta weed him out. It was probably you. Yeah, Because right. everybody blames the youth the youth for everything. Right. Something's messed up. It's a youth's fault. <laughs> they were in there preparing the chili. Uh-huh. They had to have a drink of youth. <laughs> uh, That's Megan, funny. you got one? Yeah. Mine is from at TYP Youth Pastor. If it is broken, it is the youth ministry. <laughs> fault because everyone blames the youth when i was in youth and there were 30 of us we did break everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were doing it on why, purpose I think we were mimicking wrestling moves and breaking <laughs> things on they purpose broke chairs. we <laughs> broke chairs two by fours that were probably going to be used to build something yeah we're like hey put that in between the two metal chairs let's see if we can snap you through it and we did oh my gosh and it was great we played, what was that game in youth that we played, babe? It was, uh, 
have you ever oh, or ever. something like that? Have y'all ever played that game? It's like you sit in a big circle and you say, "Never have I ever Never been in a plane" or Never something have. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, whoever has been in a plane like stands up and they races to another chair. To we broke chairs. like twenty chairs one night <laughs> in yeah. youth playing yeah. that game. They were We've like, "You can too. never play this game again. You just cleaned out our chairs. Crash. There's no more chairs left." I feel like. The chairs we have now, though, in the <coughs> church are more sturdier. Definitely, because they were just the metal, were the folding, metal chairs. folding chairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> definitely. They they got smart. <laughs> <laughs> Newer, better chairs. <laughs> so sometimes you can blame the youth, but not always. Not always. Not always. It's just the easy route, I guess. <laughs> um, I have one at Parson Peeves. If you sing it as a congregation, it's okay. If you recite it as a congregation, it's too Catholic. So I have a confession. Um, I am a leader in Celebrate Recovery. Um, attend quite regularly. And I still have to tell the Southern Baptist part of me to calm down every time we recite the 12 steps or the principles or the serenity prayer. I'm like, is this okay? Prayers, yeah. prayers I feel like is, this is okay. Prayers <laughs> especially. Yes. The prayer especially feels Catholic. Yeah, because yeah, you're reading Our it. Father, who art in heaven, yes. hallowed be thy name. Yep. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Yeah, I admit, feeling pretty weird when I first started doing CR. Yeah, and everyone started saying stuff together. I was like, what? Yeah. How do they know we're supposed to talk? <laughs> yep. Uh, that's good. Uh, one that hit me hard, something that I'm guilty of, that's from Erlen Krauss. Only backup singers are allowed to create any kind of harmony during worship. I like your harmony. I am that, I I'm that guy. I'm the guy that experiments with different harmonies loudly during every service. And because I'm in the sound booth, I'm behind everybody, so everybody gets to hear it. John has told me he can hear me from the stage. Really? Yes, confession. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm on stage struggling to find a harmony, I'm like, listen for Matt. <laughs> listen for Matt. He's got it going on. I know it. I know it. Well, occasionally I try and get experimental and it does not turn out well. I like to make my own harmonies, get a little, you know, slightly off key, but the kind of pleasing off key, you know what I mean? Pleasing. And so I get... But that doesn't always end pleasing. You're like, what are those chords? I have never heard a bad harmony from you, Matt. Well, I appreciate that. Thank no you. No problem. But anyway, those of you who have, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Um, at Megan C. Oaks, if you have to use the table of contents in your Bible, you will be judged silently. <laughs> I feel like every time the pastor says, you know, go to this verse... Everyone races to make sure they're not the last person. It's Bible drill you know? time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Bible drill. You go back, mm-hmm. okay. Well, he doesn't give you time, time to get there. Yeah. <laughs> give us a second. And it's like, it's like a victory if you right. make it there before, before the, the pastor starts reading. Uh-huh. There's 4,000 pages. Come on. <laughs> and I'm like saying Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes song is all in Isaiah. Uh-huh. Okay. Singing uh-huh. the song. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, trying funny. to race, making sure I'm not the song last one. Song of Solomon. No, wait. That's the wrong way. Ecclesiastes. Psalms song and Proverbs. Psalms and Proverbs. Ecclesiastes. Yeah. And the song so I was in Bible drill when I was a kid. Me too. You know? And it was mainly because my parents made me. <laughs> and uh, I always thought, you know, what is the point of this? Until, you know, I got to church 
and I was, you know, probably 20. And pastor came out, and he told us where we were going. And everybody started just whipping out their Bibles and going real quick. And I was like, this is what I've been training for. <laughs> <laughs> my entire life. This moment right here. Everybody's all moving real fast, and you're barely pulling it out. Boom! Flip! <laughs> <laughs> Single page. Yeah. Everybody's face. See, see, and then I'm the one using the table of contents, okay? So I don't judge people for using the table of contents, but I feel judged when I use the table of contents. Where's Habakkuk? I'm all, man, where is this one? I'm like, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. That's all I got. Here, Titus. Here, Titus. I can find Psalms faster than anybody. Oh, man. Uh, Any more? I have at Megan C. Oaks, student ministries will no longer be referred to as youth group, so not to exclude the more mature attendees. Let's be careful here. I'm not going to be mean. (laughs) I'm just going to say that it's funny. <laughs> the way youth has changed over the years. I never cared about being called. I a youth. know, me either. I don't understand. Yeah. And they're going to youth camp. Yep. Not they're student not going ministry to camp. I thought it was cool funny. to be called youth. Right? That's like what you wanted to be. You strive. It's not like they call the children youth. After being a kid, you're like, I'm in the youth group. Right. Yeah. That was the cool kid. Yeah. It just like reminds me of the song. What is it? We are, we are the youth of the nation. Well, that was a way off. (laughs) (laughs) Youth of the nation. We are, we are the youth of the nation. P.O.D. doesn't sing that happy. I'm done. Uh, I'm done singing. <laughs> I love it. It wasn't the singing that was bad. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. Uh, the melody you chose. <laughs> that was Does that, make you that feel was my better? version. <laughs> That's that what was you the call happy. That was the Newsboys remake. That's what you call oh, okay. it. That was right there. That's what that was. <laughs> At Ashlyn Wim. Yeah. Yeah. Potluck lemonade must be adequately watered down to prevent it from being considered a strong drink. (laughs) (laughs) So my issue is not necessarily with the lemonade entirely, although, you know, it seems like it's either too strong or too weak. Or dishwater. But it's the fact that, and it's not just all churches, or it's not just one church in particular, it's all churches, um, they cannot seem to find grown-up cups. (laughs) <laughs> it's like they don't sell them or something to churches. Like, they go in there and they're like, hey, I'm such and such Baptist church and I need some cups. Okay, we have these little itty baby ones. <laughs> what about those big ones? Yeah, we don't sell those to churches. Sorry. Man. We have these can't do it. mouthwash cups. Yeah, I just got a stand by the drink fountain and just. I would like a shot of lemonade. <laughs> Can't even wash down a bite of food with that. Oh, I do. I do typically either get two as soon as I go, or I bring a water bottle and fill that up. Hashtag church council. I hope you're listening. <laughs> I don't know if I could eat anymore. I just drank four solid ounces of lemonade. <laughs> um, I'll do one more. Uh, Joe Brooks two hundred one. No member shall read a bulletin. How else can we complain? I never know what's going on here. Uh-huh. 
And we just, we have so many ways in our church uh-huh. <laughs> to tell people what's going Let on. Let me count them. Mm-hmm. And yet, they just still don't know what's going on. <laughs> we can tell them announcement today. We, we had to, the recorded announcements with the chili cook-off. Matt's been putting it on Facebook. And in the bulletin, yes, even a memorable yep. video of me as a chili, right? Fantastic, <laughs> and yet <laughs> at the end of service, we still need to remind people stay, hey, stay, it's for right chili. now, <laughs> it's happening go. now. We know we've been telling you all week, <laughs> but now is the time, don't yep. leave. Yep, uh, yeah. See, we used, to, we used to try and give in, we did bulletin. We did the video, we did reading the bulletin still, we did the reminder at the end, we did the internet, we did Facebook, we did the website, we did Twitter reminders, we had an app, we paid for an app of our own that would make push notifications go to your phone and you'd have that in your pocket so you could always read it. And it didn't matter how much reminder we gave you. Oh, that was today? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, that was yesterday? to take a break right there uh when we come back we are gonna be reliving uh, a list of bizarre things that have happened during sermons so uh yeah it's gonna be fun stick around for that uh but first up this week in nerdy news stick around This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. The Suicide Squad is almost here. A fan asked on Twitter any updates on the Suicide Squad, and James Gunn replied, I'm a hair's breadth from being completely finished. The Suicide Squad is set to shoot into theaters and HBO Max on August 6th, 2021. While we're talking about DC, we might as well talk about DC Universe Infinite, the once streaming service now turned completely comic book focused platform from DC Comics. It launched January 21st with over 25,000 digital comics. New titles will be added six months after in-store releases and digital first titles will arrive three months after release. You can check that out by going to dcuniverse.com slash join infinite. Empire Magazine has gotten its hands on some new teaser photos for some upcoming movies. First up, they revealed the first official image from Disney Pixar's upcoming animated film, Luca. The photo shows Luca and his friend Alberto talking and walking through their small town on the Italian Riviera. Luca will premiere on June 18th, 2021. And also, Empire got its hands on a new photo from the upcoming film Ghostbusters Afterlife. The photo shows the new young team driving the Ecto-1, staring off at something clearly baffling. Ghostbusters Afterlife will float into theaters on June 11th, 2021, and 
you know, I honestly don't know what to think about this movie still. I mean, I've been seeing the preview now for what feels like 57 years, and I still don't know uh, what to think. I actually liked the reboot with the girls. I'm kind of sad that they're not coming back with that one. Kate McKinnon is funny as heck. I can feel you booing me through the radio, so I'm just going to stop talking about it. Magic the Gathering is a pop culture icon that really kicked off the trend for trading card games. The famous Russo brothers are currently working on a series based on the franchise for Netflix, and now we're getting a comic series as well. Simply titled Magic will be written by Jed McKay from Marvel's Black Cat, illustrated by Iguara from Marvel's Ghost Spider, and colored by Ariana Consani, and lettered by Ed Dukeshire with Boom Studios publishing it. Magic Issue 1 will be available in April. You'll be able to find physical copies at your local comic book shop. And digital copies will be available through Comixology, Google Play, iBooks, and Mediafire. And if you think April's too far away, well, you might be a red dick. That was This Week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And if you're listening to us on the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours. And we would love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule. And also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now we are in the smack dab in the middle of our laugh day here on this Love Laugh Live week on the Back Row Morning Show. And uh, first hour we did Unwritten Church Rules today. It's today. This hour we're doing embarrassing things that have happened during the sermon. Uh, <laughs> there's no shortage of good stories. Uh, let's just, let's just go. Let's just, let's just go. Let's go be fun. All right. So our main topic today, we had a couple heavier topics earlier this week with Monday and Tuesday. So and I'm exhausted be, now. We're trying to be lighthearted today. Today we're visiting uh, our Facts and Trends friends over at factsandtrends.net. Uh, it's not really an article. They kind of made it into an article, but essentially it's just a Twitter game that they played. Uh, this is Josh Rivas, uh, and he posted on Twitter, The most bizarre thing that ever happened while I was preaching was dot dot dot. And then he had people respond, and he picked some of his favorites. Uh, there are 20 here. I doubt we'll go through all 20, but we'll go through some of them and kind of comment on them. Okay. Uh, so the first one comes from TJ Joy. She said, in college, I was preaching to a student ministry with two students in attendance. Both got up to use the restroom at the same time. I continued preaching to the empty room. Unsurprisingly, no one responded to the message that night. Imagine that situation as a, as a, as a preacher you're preaching the message and the two people that are there to listen both get up and go to the bathroom. 
Do you stop? I would have stopped. Do you stop and wait for them to come back? Okay, now that you're back, we'll continue on. No, like it's a I, I would not have thought that they were going to the bathroom. I totally would have thought they were done. I said something that offended them, and I would have been like, and scene. And gone. <laughs> well, I got halfway through the sermon. That's ten minutes longer than last time. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nope. That would be so awkward and painful. Because you're in college, so I'm assuming that means you're just, like, starting mm-hmm. to learn to do this and all uh-huh. that. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Gosh. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one comes from Brad Cohn. He says, our church did an anniversary service at the lakeside. And uh, <laughs> their pastor had a lady doing yoga on a paddleboard behind him for about 80% of his sermon. Nice. <laughs> Just right behind. Downward dog. In front of everybody. Yep. Yep, that'd be fun. Perfect. Clayton King said, uh, one, uh, a student, or I guess he had two different ones. So a student decided that he didn't like what uh, in-laws were saying. So he came on stage with me and tried to wrestle the handheld mic out of my hands. No way he was getting that mic from me. Uh, no, say, okay, he says in-laws. It says I was, sorry. He misspelled something. Didn't like what I was saying, so he came on stage with me to try to wrestle the handheld mic out of my hand. Got up. Try to talk. I would have done that. That's awkward. Yeah. I've seen stuff like that happen, not with disagreements, but like with agreements, and they want to come up and share their own story in the middle of the sermon. What? I'm like, stop it. <laughs> That's not the place or the time. Really? And, but there are some churches that are like that. That feel like, I got a word from the Lord. So they get to stand up and they get to say something. And that's like an approved thing. And I'm like, that's so... It's so theologically dangerous. Theologically dangerous. It's super dangerous. <laughs> because then what do you do if it's not mm-hmm. s- sound? If it's not accurate, what do you do? Uh, everyone just disregard what Sister Clarice said. <laughs> there was this... Um... I don't know if you saw it. The video was going around a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, maybe, of this uh, female prosperity gospel, false prophecy uh, evangelist lady that travels around. And she pulled this guy out of the audience and and said, I'm receiving a prophecy about you. And, and, you know, God has good things for your life and he's got plans for you and has said some very specific things and just... You know, he knew God was speaking through me to you and wanted me to say this to you today. And uh, then she said, uh, would you like to say anything in response to this? And what she didn't realize is that she had picked out a pastor from the town who came to survey what was happening, not to support what was happening. And so he started off very nice and he was addressing the audience and said, you know, we... As Christians, you know, we believe that we need to uplift each other and pray for each other and, and uh, focus on, on growing in, 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 you know, theology and doctrine. And, and I just want all of y'all to know that we really need to pray for this woman here, <laughs> that her false teaching will not, uh, <laughs> will not corrupt our, 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 our citizens in our town and the churches in our area, but we really need to pray for her as well, that you will find Jesus and that she, <laughs> she have the mic back from him. 
and and said, I, you know, I uh, disavow all this, disavow that, disavow this. Uh, not realize no one, no, and you know, there's several attendants who are just booing at this point because they're yeah. here to hear her. Yeah, you're like. Seriously, that doesn't give you pause that she just said God was speaking a word to her about him through that. Right. And then that clearly wasn't what was happening at all. Yeah. How can she be wrong about something that God is prophesying to her? That's saying that God's wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yep. that's, that's the reverse of the danger. I mean, that's the exact kind of thing that would happen in reverse. That you're, you know, you're, you're risking someone coming up with weird false doctrine. Yep. And bad theology. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, Matt Carter said the most bizarre thing, thing that ever happened while he was preaching was the stage broke in two and completely collapsed underneath him. That'll stop your sermon real quick. That'll stop you from going to lunch. <laughs> That'll make everybody think, oh, God didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to recheck my theology here. One second. I need some exegesis uh, checkups. Yeah. Checks the Jesus before you wrecks the Jesus. All right, y'all. The next one comes from Dan Summerlin. He said, I was preaching at a revival and I was giving the invitation. The cuckoo clock above my head started going off. Did not know it was there. A family had given it to the church 50 years previously and they put it in the auditorium in the front of the church to honor that family. But it scared the bejesus out of him. Just having... During the invitation. That's yeah, the first time. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically saying, wrap it up. <laughs> right? Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> wrap it up and you're nuts. Either one of them. I don't understand why they put it in the sanctuary. Why would, yeah, why would it be in the sanctuary? There's so many was, other places. If it was, why would it be on? Like, why would it yeah. be activated? Yeah. Put it up as a decoration, sure. Don't put a cuckoo clock. Uh, clock that makes a noise <laughs> oh gosh let's see church curmudgeon had one but um, it wasn't very funny which is sad i feel like they just added him in there because he was church curmudgeon come on josh you don't gotta you don't gotta pander to the biggest twitter christian anon out there he's got plenty of fans is he the biggest one out there <laughs> he is yeah he was like the first one the first Twitter anon and inspired all the others. Or at least the first one that got popular. Huh. Uh, let's see here. Shane Pruitt said, Preaching a wedding, a lady in overalls with a buzz cut and a smoker's voice kept yelling that she objected as a joke. I ignored her, but the groom finally said, Shut up, Aunt Bertha! True story. Ministry in Texas. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I object Sounds every valid. five minutes. Sounds valid. Oh gosh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Sam Rayner will do one more, and then we'll take a break. Sam Rayner said, "I puked in a live mic, and then passed out. And then there was a time uh, a brother lit his little sister's hair on fire. And then the time our intern burned uh, burned scones in the kitchen and set off all the fire alarms. Well, three things happened." I feel like our pastor nearly threw up recently on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Like he was wobbly and woozy. He got through it, but I felt like he was just a couple minutes away from just horking right there on stage. There's no coming back from that visually. Everyone's going to remember that forever if it actually happens, you know? 
Do you not like the word horking? Does that disgust you? So <laughs> there are some words. <laughs> what what are they called? When the word sounds like onomatopoeia? Yes. Yeah. So a lot of onomatopoeias I can't do. <laughs> you think horking is one of them? Yes, that's what it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Convinced me. <laughs> Just with that, you convinced me. Yeah, it does sound like that, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I just can't do them. Oh, goodness gracious. take a break right that there when we come back we've got uh, embarrassing church stories now these ones came from our uh, facebook group community uh back row baptist church uh so so some of you might hear if you're still listening some of you might hear your stories again some fun stuff uh gonna be a long one next uh, next uh segment so stick around for that uh but first five bonus random facts keep it right here y'all I'm Radio Matt from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got your five random facts. Cruise ships have morgues that can store up to 10 bodies at once. The average amount of people that die on cruise ships per year is 200. Sorry, Mo. Small as they may be, ladybugs have a unique smell that humans are incredibly sensitive to. During World War II, a U.S. naval destroyer won a battle against a Japanese submarine by throwing potatoes at them. The Japanese thought they were grenades. A man with severe OCD and a phobia of germs attempted to commit suicide with a gun to his head. Instead of killing him, the bullet eliminated his mental illness without any other damage. And lastly, vanilla flavoring is sometimes made with the urine of beavers. For more facts and other hilarious nonsense, join me and Mo for the Back Row Morning Show at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Eastern every Monday through Thursday, right here on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt, and I hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio, where we each, where we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com to see the schedule. Also, download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search and favorite LTN Radio. Stay up to date with all of our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout the week as well. We've got uh, one more segment here. This one's going to be a bit longer, but we are laughing today, uh, specifically at our church culture. Uh, And today we have a a large list of embarrassing church stories. Now, these came from our Facebook group community, Back Row Baptist Church. You can join that yourself over on Facebook. Just search us out. Uh, it's, It's, you know. I, I hardly participate in Facebook anymore at all, except for Back Row Baptist Church and the Love Thy Nerd community. So join us. Here we go.
Facebook group, uh, Back Row Baptist Church, last week, and we asked the question, uh, or rather asked you, to share with us an embarrassing story from church. Tell us a story, we said. And you did not disappoint. As we speak, there have been roughly 90 stories shared in this thread, which has been the largest response to one of these things that we've ever done. So uh, too many for me to pair through. So we're just going to kind of read them (laughs) and see what we get and hope they aren't inappropriate. But I started with my story, which my story was uh, I was running... And you've heard this several times. I was running. I was running. I was running. (laughs) And then I got to the end and I thought, why stop there? I don't remember how these women in the sentence go. Okay, tell you. Moving on. I was running music for a wedding uh, for a friend of mine. She had all of her music on a tablet. And we had never played music from a tablet for a service of any kind before. Uh, But we did have the capability. I hadn't ever used a tablet at all up to this point. But uh, the rehearsal went fine, so I thought I was good and I was overconfident in my abilities. Uh, when the service began, instead of Canon and D, I accidentally hit some loud booty bouncing rap song <laughs> to the shocked faces of everyone in attendance. I quickly scrambled to fix it, and then I crumpled to the floor of the sound booth and avoided eye contact with anyone for the rest of the service. She doesn't even remember it happening. Thank goodness. But, uh, yeah. It was awkward. Was I here? I feel like you had to have been. Did you go to... I mean, it was Megan and Tyler. Did you go to Megan and Tyler's wedding? Oh, no. They no. were already married when I first met them. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> what you got booty bouncing music on your tablet for, Megan? It's just... I hit the thing. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> stop! It. Stop! Stop! Gingerly tap the right one. <laughs> slunk onto the floor. <laughs> Ugh, man. Okay, here we go. We were at a small... This is from Leanne. No, I'm sorry. I'm skipping one. First one up. Here we go. Monique Crandon, uh, one of our more active posters. As an alternative to Halloween, our church has an annual event called Fall Festival. Uh, we used to call it the Funny Face Festival for the children. Uh, I have a physical disability, and I use a power wheelchair to get around. Several years ago, I volunteered to help out the lollipop tree game. If I remember correctly, the children play a game, and then they get to go to this cardboard tree shaped like a Christmas tree that has lollipops stuck in it, and they get to grab a lollipop after the game. So it's like their prize. About five minutes before the festival began, I accidentally knocked over the tree with my wheelchair, and all the lollipops fell all over the ground, and I just had to sit there. While everyone else bent over and picked them all up. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'd feel bad. (laughs) Dang. Well, I'd help you if I could. (laughs) I get that. I get that, Wendy. All right. Uh, Leanne Joyner Boyer says, we were at a small rural church. Rural. So that's a word I can't say. Rural. Rural church in Georgia. And uh, while the usher prayed for the offering, my sister's cell phone started ringing. The chorus to Highway to Hell by ACDC. I'm on a highway to Heck. A Rooney. Uh, little girl, Rebecca Rutherford Childs. As a little girl, 
I love to watch the baptisms in church. My mom would stack hymnals for me to sit on so I could see. I could still remember one baptism. Our preacher talked about the death, burial, and resurrection, pinched the lady's nose, and put her under the water. As he raised her back up, she came up, but her wig stayed in the water. (laughs) 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 My mom... My mom very quickly clapped her hand over my mouth before I could make a loud comment. (laughs) That's fair. I love it. Oh, man. All right. Clifton Brock Lively. I went on a mission trip in high school. There were eight girls and myself and three couples on the trip. I was trying to be cool since I was the only guy. We worked like dogs that day, and when the day was over, we were all exhausted. I was fighting to stay awake when we went to eat supper. They asked me to pray. It was our mission team, and several volunteers from my church were working at, uh, working there. I was so tired, and my brain had checked out. For some reason, instead of blessing the food, my brain said, Okay, we are tired, and it's time to pray. And I pulled out a prayer that my mom had taught me when I was four years old. Instead of blessing the food, I prayed, Dear Lord, thank you for the day. Help me not to have any bad dreams and not to wet the bed tonight. Amen. said i wanted to crawl into a ditch when everyone started laughing <laughs> oh my gosh yeah who boy that's a rough one i've had moments <laughs> like that where you're just mentally checked out you really don't know what you're saying you're just kind of talking and then all of a sudden you're like whoa your brain your brain's just picking pieces that look like what you need to say yep. here yep. <laughs> like this is a prayer right all prayers are prayers <laughs> All prayers are prayers. (laughs) One prayer is as good as another. Whoever was picking the prayer files that day is fired inside my brain. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Dana, 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 Dana Marie Cox. Uh, my daddy was the gentlest man of God ever. One Sunday, my daddy was preaching, and I was sitting in the back of the youth. They were a bit rowdy, and suddenly there was silence from the pulpit. I looked up as my daddy said in the calmest tone ever, Dana, please come up and sit beside your mother. I had to walk all the way up the aisle, and Mama just padded the seat beside her and didn't even look at me. And that's when I knew Judgment Day had truly come. <laughs> <laughs> she says, this still causes me anxiety even today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's <laughs> clearly middle-aged or older at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Those are the kind of things that you don't forget. There are several memories I have from when I was a kid where you get truly embarrassed that if I think about them right now, still, I feel that just that ang- anxious uh-huh. yeah, yeah. in my heart. Oh, yeah. I can remember my parents doing the same thing. I mean, they didn't. <laughs> say anything but my dad would give me that look and with his finger tell me to come here and i knew oh goodness oh man all right let's see here uh in a reply to that one don rose bauman said my husband is a pk with five siblings a pastor's kid for those not in the know one sunday while his father was preaching he was poking his sister silently with a toothpick he had found in the middle of the sermon dead silence with a death glare from the pulpit 
when the pastor said, Alex, if you poke her one more time, I'm coming down there to paddle you. <laughs> he said the torture was really waiting for the car ride home. <laughs> and then in a reply also there uh, from Kristen's story, she said, my mom once got up and sat between my boyfriend and I. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll work. Uh, let's see here. Sarah Wilson Seriously, only as a child, two things, one for me and one for my sister that I witnessed the same year. She's three years younger than me, so I was six or seven. I was sitting on my grandpa's lap and went uh, potty. Came back and sat on, oh no, I'm sorry. Sat on grandpa's lap, went potty, didn't go potty on grandpa's lap. Okay. Just making clear. Okay. Went to the bathroom, came back and sat on quote unquote grandpa's lap only it was like a row or two behind us and just some guy we went to church with that apparently looked like my grandpa from behind uh yeah and then my sister wanted to show my aunt's sister her new undies and pulled her dress up over her head to show her everyone in the middle of service <laughs> so yeah those are good mm-hmm. you want to sit on some stranger's lap in the middle of service imagine being that guy what do you do like if you don't know the kid if like if don't? it's a church, like if it's a church where you know everybody knows everybody, then it's exactly. not a big deal. But if like, what if you were a visitor? <laughs> this is your first time. Kid just comes sits on your lap. I ain't never coming back <laughs> to this church. Again. Or what if you're new to Christianity in general and you come and like, is this a normal thing? Do we just do this? Is everybody like supposed to treat each other like family? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> nice little girl. <laughs> in a. In a display of cantankerousness, our our good friend Kevin Wellborn oh, of course. responded, I have done nothing wrong ever in my life. Ah. <laughs> uh, ah. <laughs> uh, if only he could have if reached only. very deeper. <laughs> I'm sure he could have found a story. Uh, yeah, what's funny about that is that comes up every year at least. He was far more embarrassed about it than anybody else. Nobody else even noticed. He was the one that brought it up. Did I say very deeper in my survey? <laughs> and so I had to find it and make a big deal out of it. But no one else even cared or anything. Had he not made a deal about how much that embarrassed him, we wouldn't be making fun of him. Yeah. But let's play it right now, just for fun. He's also telling the Corinthians at this, in the Greek languages, very deeper and uh, paints a better picture than our English language does. The Greek language is very deeper. And very deeper. Very deeper. All right. Now that you're sufficiently caught up on what we're talking about, that was our former pastor, uh, Kevin Wellborn. Love you. <laughs> Back to stories. These are we are sharing your stories. Uh, your embarrassing church stories that you shared with us in our Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church. Go join if you haven't yet. This is from uh, Brenda Bryant, and this is a long one with a lot of emojis, and I can't accurately give emojis credit, but here we go. So everybody has that one pair of underwear you wear as the absolute last pair because nothing else is clean or you just don't feel like being um, pretty. And, well, the last pair you hate wearing because it acts up. Okay, acts up. I don't know what that means, and I don't know where this is going. Just so you know, reading this for the first time. 
like rolls up or rolls down. It's holy. It's got elastic that doesn't cooperate. Don't act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about because you do. (laughs) Well, one Sunday, I reluctantly put on that pair. (laughs) And then my full-length, super comfy, solid black go-to skirt and finished getting ready and made my way to band practice that Sunday morning. I made it through practice, coffee and welcoming and pleasantries, no problems. Well, the worship service started, and I don't stand still while singing and worshiping God, much less at church at all. I'm a little charismatic, to say the least. So those underwear slowly started a downward roll. No. (laughs) I mean, like, trying to peel themselves off me and were snowballing downward in an attempt to take themselves to the pits of the underworld. Hear me when I say... There was nothing I could do. By the time the music portion was done, I had penguin walked in hopes of them not cascading all the way down to the back of the sanctuary and tried getting to the bathroom. My underwear was no longer covering what it should have. At this point, I feel as if commando would have been a better choice. This was one day I was super thankful for wide thighs. Know what I'm saying? Because Lord knows their thighs were the only thing keeping them under britches from falling straight to the floor. I was convinced everyone could see and knew what was happening under that floor-length skirt. Needless to say, that pair went into the garbage. I was totally mortified and no one ever knew it or why, except my husband, who could tell something was wrong after the first song. (laughs) Mo's face is just in a state of shock. Man, that is like worst fear ever. It's not even something that you ever consider. Yeah, my underwear might fall while I'm up here singing, but I'll be, I'll be all right. It's all good. No, like. I, I can't. I. Oh, my gosh. Matt is laughing hysterically at your pain, but I am just, I'm mortified in this moment. I just don't, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Just hear me say, there was nothing I could do. It's just, that's hilarious. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I really, really am. Nobody knew what happened. Nobody knew. Nobody else knew. Had she gotten called out by the whole church? I'd be a little less uh, laughy about it. No, that's fantastic. (laughs) Now Mo is going to really contemplate all of her underwear choices. Okay, no, here's the thing. The church that I grew up in, I grew up Pentecostal and so very charismatic. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, a regular thing that you would, as we would call it, fall out in the spirit. Okay? And that's during praise and worship when... The Holy Spirit just overtakes you, and there's nothing that you can do but fall to the ground in prayer, Mm, okay? mm -hmm. Multiple times, I've seen many a lady's undies. (laughs) Because they did not fully think through their outfit of choice for the day, and whether or not... They would be falling out in the spirit. 
<laughs> now we have little blankets that you know cover right, yeah, and the ushers don't you are have, there don't you but, have people with blankets that yes go around? absolutely but there's still that one to two second time period where you're not quite sure where they're going depending on how much of the spirit has overtaken them they might spin a couple times before they fall it, it gets a little bit dicey and so from a very young age i have always considered Make sure your underwear clean. <laughs> make sure they look nice. But oh. really make sure your clothes cover your underwear. Because <laughs> you just don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe just that's why I'm feeling stuff. this one so hard. Because I, I, I yeah, I'm, I feel you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it happened to you. Matthew Winters. He says, I was dating the lady who is now my wife, and my kids and I stayed at her house late Saturday night watching a movie. As a result, the kids went to bed late and had to get up early. We got through Sunday morning church just fine. At the beginning of the Sunday night service, I was on stage to lead worship when the pastor began the service with, How is everyone doing tonight? My son, who was 10 at the time, said, I'm horrible and it's all his, pointing at me, fault. That boy has always kept things interesting. I was embarrassed while the rest of the church found it funny. I'm horrible. And it's, it's all, all his, his fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that in the middle of the church service? How's everyone doing tonight? I'm horrible. And it's all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Chris Meserer. Meserer. I have never seen that name. M-E-S-S-E-R-E-R. Meserer. Is it Meserer? Is it Messerer? I don't know. When I was a kid, there was a man in church that I thought looked like a pro wrestler from WWE. My dad dared me to ask him if he was a wrestler. Needless to say, the guy thought I was crazy, and my parents had to explain what was going on. Are you a wrestler? Do you work for the WWE? Ma- Ma- Melinda, again. You really have got to... M-A-L-Y-N-D-A. Malinda? Melinda? It's Melinda. But I've never seen it spelled that way. Why are all these names spelled all weird? It's Melinda. All right, Han. Melinda Han. Uh, No offense, Melinda. Sorry. It's your name and you should be proud of it. You are so offensive. (laughs) Almost 20 years ago at Wednesday Night Teen Group, there was a commotion a few rows ahead where I'm sitting with my friends... Three boys are beat red, laughing about something and loudly whispering back and forth. They are so new to the youth pastor, kind uh, so new the youth pastor kindly asks them to stop. They settle down, and he continues. A minute later, there's a commotion in the row behind them. Very similar behavior by a group of regular attendees. This time, the youth pastor makes a big deal of scolding them. You should know better. Blah 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 blah. They settle down with some difficulty. A minute later, my friend suddenly jumps in her seat, turns red, and ever so quietly coughs. I turned to look at her questioningly. Suddenly, this acrid, burning, flatulent odor slaps me in the face. It stings my eyes. It's so bad. I choke down any noises I'm tempted to make. We're not going to get yelled at again. Less than a minute later, the youth pastor chokes mid-sentence, turns red, and starts chuckling himself. It had reached him in the front, and now he's trying to pretend nothing is wrong, so he doesn't look like a hypocrite. I've had those kind of uh, flatulent occurrences before. It's always fun to watch the people keel over one by one down the hall. (laughs) 
you never you like you've never had a bad fart, Mo. <laughs> Your silence is deafening. I that's I have absolutely had the worst of all toots. But like when I'm in a public place, okay, if I'm in a Walmart, yeah, I'll silently let it go You'll because crop dust the whole store. It, it could have been me or it could have been that person or that person or any of the other 20 people that are around me but when you're at church no because people are going to know that that was you and now this image of this beautiful always on point female that i am is completely tainted with the smell of my booty. <laughs> I'm just envisioning you walking with your family and one of your kids farts and blames <gasps> it on you. And you're like, no, it wasn't me. Which one of you was it? Oh, so nobody farted? So. <laughs> Can I tell a story? So mama farted now? Can I tell a story? Hmm. For real? Can yeah, I? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. This is, this is this our is, morning show. Mo. This is not my story. Do whatever we want. And Nick, I love you so much. <laughs> okay, this was my mother-in-law's favorite story to tell. Okay. okay, she was in the grocery store. Christopher was a baby. My husband was a baby, and his brother and sister Nick and Nicole are twins, and they are five years older than he is. Okay, so she's in the grocery store, get doing her grocery shopping with all three, and she has got serious gas, and she knows that it's about to come out. She's got to just let it happen, but people around her are going to know, okay? So in her mom brain, she immediately thinks, I can pick up one of the kids. I've got three easy targets right here in front of me. Well, Christopher's just a baby. I can't use him. Nicole will call me out and and say that, no, mom, that was you. I will pick up Nicholas. (laughs) And so she picks up Nick. Let's her fart out, holds him away from her at arm's length and says, Nicholas, I cannot believe you did that and sets him down. And poor Nick is just looking up at her like, what are you even talking about? (laughs) Oh, my gracious. That's awful. (laughs) So. Betrayed by mom. Wow. So I, I hope that made my brother-in-law smile today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one from Chris Messerer. Uh, also, there was this time when I was uh, like in kindergarten and I was a shepherd in the Christmas pageant. I wanted to show everyone that <laughs> it really wasn't baby Jesus in the manger. It was a doll from the nursery. So somehow I thought it'd be wise to pull baby Jesus's head off. During the pageant. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, man. Okay. Robin Co. said, In the early iPhone days, we were visiting my mom's church. My son was unsure about attending church, uh, children's church, so we took him with us. Climbed to the balcony and sat sandwiched between other churchgoers. The pastor stood and told us that uh, where to turn in our Bibles. My husband grabbed his iPhone and got to the Bible app for my son to read along. As it was getting passed to my son, the music got triggered and a 
rap pop song from High School Musical starts going off at full volume. We could not get it to shut off. All eyes were on us. My husband grabbed the phone, jumped the people in the way, and raced down the stairs to get outside so he could figure it out. Not funny then. Super funny now. (laughs) Yeah, it's even worse when you're in the balcony. Yeah. Because that's being, everybody's hearing that. And then it's such a long way to get out of the building. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Mary Edna Ryan says, I have a tendency to sneeze rather loudly. And one Sunday in the church, uh, old church building, I sneezed. And the pastor who had been going on about how wicked a king was, heard the sneeze and interrupted himself to say, that was a well-placed amen. To make it worse, the sneeze had also uh, was also heard on the radio when the church service was broadcast. And at least one of my friends said they recognized my sneeze. On a side note, I was at my part-time job as a dishwasher when I sneezed, and one of the church members heard it in the dining area and recognized me. (laughs) I remember we had a girl in sixth grade. Uh, I was in fifth grade. She was one grade above me, but we were all sitting in the lunchroom, and she would sneeze like that. She would, it would always be like a, ah, really small chew, but a loud roar beforehand. And I'm thinking to myself, you don't need to do that. That's not part of the sneeze. It's not necessary. The sneeze is the chew part. The ah, the roaring back is not a... <laughs> but there are some people who are just so... Like, that's how they do it. And they she can't was, stop doing it. She was scared. <laughs> ah, no, please. She was afraid chew. her brain was going to explode <laughs> through her nostrils. All right, let's do one more for today here. Yeah. Yeah. Don Rose Bauman said, I was a high schooler in the late 80s. I was in the choir in a small conservative Baptist church. Normally, the choir entered and exited through a side door to the choir loft on the platform. But for some reason, on this particular Sunday, we had to walk down the five front steps and sit on the front row of the auditorium. I was the first one to come down off the stage. I was wearing those smooth ballet flats, and my foot hit the first carpeted stair, and down I went. Both legs in the air, with a skirt on, of course, and bounced on my butt down all five stairs onto the hard floor at the bottom. Being a high school girl, my only thought while bouncing down the stairs was, please, Lord, let me be unconscious when I hit the bottom. (laughs) Instead, I was fully conscious and aware that while the rest of the congregation was gasping in fear, my dad was laughing hysterically. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Those ballet flats will get you. They are the worst. I had a pair probably close to around the same time, but I was younger and I was running up my grandparents' brick steps and slipped and busted my chin wide open. I still have a scar. Can you see it? Uh, Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Did you see my boogers in my nose too? I wasn't looking, but now I did because you leaned back and pointed to your nose. So that's good. I can't get it. <laughs> if I rub them down, just on the outside. Does that work? I've tried that before. Like no, I just wind up like stabbing the inside of my nasal cavity with it when I try and do that. Like ah, oh, don't ever do that again. What's the point of boogers? Boogers are not. They don't have a point i mean they're 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 your nose collecting dirt and junk why so uh, why? The, the point of it the no, the nose is the point of it because it catches it all 
I just think boogers are So you are don't dumb. need them, so get them out. Boogers no. are dumb. <laughs> I had a... Boogers my, my, ruin my life on a daily basis, okay? <laughs> my older brother would farmer blow his boogers out. You know what that is? Where you hold one yeah. nostril. Chris does it all the but time. But just in the middle of wherever. We'll be walking along the street. We'll be right outside of Walmart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right there on the ground, you're a splat. Yeah, Chris does that just, too. Ugh, nasty, uh-huh. nastiness. I only do that in the shower, and even then, I'm never really successful. Well, <laughs> in the shower, I don't hold my nostril. I just blow out both nostrils as Ooh. hard as I can. Oh, it feels good. Ooh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel yeah. like your brain would pop out. It's too much. You got to be able to just focus the pressure on one side. You can't just. <laughs> Out the boat? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I totally do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> nope, that scares me. So we got one here from Don Rose Bauman. Bauman? Bauman? Uh, just making sure this is one that we haven't done already. Uh, yeah, no, we did do this one. I'm sorry. We did this one. This was where she fell. Um... In the choir, she fell down the steps. No, I don't remember that one. No, we did that one, didn't we? I was in high school in the late 80s. I was in a choir in a small conservative Baptist church. Normally, the choir entered and exited through a side door to the choir loft on the platform. But for some reason, on this particular Sunday, we had to walk down the five front steps and sit on the front row of the auditorium. I was the first one to come down off the stage. I was wearing those smooth ballet flats. Yeah, the ballet flats. Oh, okay. You told me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry. But we have another one from her, and that's what threw me off, because I just wrote her name down as which one, but two comments down. This is the one that we're starting with. So one more. She said, when my kids were little, like three, five, and seven, they were scheduled to sing special music on Sunday morning. I had taught them the hymn, Trust and Obey, because, I mean, what good Baptist parent doesn't teach that one, right? I positioned the one microphone on a stand and had sh- had showed each child where to stand, baby sister in the middle, older brothers on each side. Then I sat on the front row to coach them. As they sang, baby sister realized that she could hear her own voice coming through the sound system. She inched closer and closer to the microphone. While they sang, I motioned for her to scoot back, and she ignored me. Her oldest brother noticed what was happening and tried to pull her back. Suddenly, she stopped, stomped her foot, stuck out her chin, and defiantly declared into the mic, I will stand right here! <laughs> when did she become British? <laughs> I just felt like that, that was the, the energy she was going for. <laughs> I almost went into a Jean-Luc Picard thing, because that's one of his lines. Um We must oh God, I don't remember. get it together, right Matt. Uh, the line must be drawn here, this far, no further. So that's what I was channeling. I will stand right here. Okay. And then picked up <laughs> with the chorus like a little angel. Trust and obey, for there's no other way. I was cringing, uh, but the pastor got to laughing so hard that he couldn't even start a sermon. So she said, "It's a fabulous illustration of our sin nature." <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. I will stand right here. I will not be moved. Trust and obey. (laughs) All right. Susan Keith Milburn. Susan Keith Milburn. Is that her middle name? Keith? 
I'm well. It could be a joint Facebook. But there's no. Oh, could be. I hate it when people do that. You and me both, friend. <laughs> you and me both. Especially when it's like their birthday on Facebook. Which one? Who's whose birthday is it? No. Listen. <laughs> then it's always awkward when they make a comment on your post because it's like, wait, if this came from Mary, it's okay. But if it came from Steve, it's super inappropriate. <laughs> like, I, I need right? to know And who... they're totally uh, oblivious to the fact that we're all having to guess who's yes! the one that's commenting. Yes. <laughs> no, I straight up say, I need to know who wrote this. Was it you, Mary, or Steve? Everybody who has a joint Facebook account has to put in parentheses, Steve here, Mary here, at mm-hmm. the beginning of the comments. You have to. It's if, what it's your it's your duty. It's your duty exactly. <laughs> if you choose to have a joint Facebook account with your spouse, you then have to do us the service of allowing us to know who it is that is commenting on each post. So if this is Susan and Keith Milborn, <laughs> Milburn, I don't know who's telling the story, but if Keith is your middle name, Susan, that's a weird middle name because that's <laughs> if a it dude. is your maiden name. <laughs> Again, it's slightly weird, but please let us know. I guess know. there, okay, there is, there, is a Keith, there is a Keith, like, middle, or last name. There's is Toby there? Keith. Oh, Toby Keith. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's the <laughs> one example I have. And it but might that, be I just a stage name. I bet that's not even his real name. No yeah. <laughs> anyway, the story that she was telling. Uh, so, she said, many to tell. Uh, during the Easter can- cantata, uh, right at a... That's another word I really don't like. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because it says tata in it. <laughs> it's, well, got, it says it's got can, can and, and tata. tata. <laughs> and that's completely inappropriate. Why Especially don't we just say Easter. the Easter boobies? <laughs> the Easter fanny boobs. <laughs> right there. <laughs> oh, that's inappropriate. And I'm sorry, guys. There is a disclaimer at the beginning of the show for a reason. We try to be family friendly, but Mo's on the show. I so. am that reason. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know me personally, uh, you just nodded your head because we, it's true. <laughs> we cannot get through Susan's comment <laughs> here. <laughs> Susan, sorry. Woo, go ahead. Uh, during the Easter cantata, right at a quiet, uh, quiet part between a prayer and a new song, my cell phone rang the Sanford and Son theme. Ba-ba-ba-da. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have had that as my ringtone at one point as well. It was from Scrubs. It was when they sang it on Scrubs. Really? Just like we did right now. <laughs> um, number two, my son Josh was acting up during worship, actually during a prayer request. I stood up and walked out with him. Uh, thrown across my shoulder to get things straight between us and the pastor didn't miss a beat and keep little josh in our prayers for the next few minutes (laughs) (laughs) that's fantastic that is awesome Uh, number three same blessed little boy but 10 years later eating at a fellowship and blurts out the chicken sucks (laughs) i was mortified Quickly reprimanded him and then asked the natural boy, uh, the natural but very bad question, where did you hear that word? He said, you say it all the time. <laughs> Ouch. Last time I said the word, uh, that word, LOL, and I, wait, oh, 
Last time I said that word, laugh out loud, and I made the chicken salad, by the way. She made the chicken that sucked. That chicken sucks! <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, that word, and she even she even bleeped the word here. It's, you know, S with three asterisks and then KS. And I'm like, that, that is one of those words that was just on the the brim of being totally inappropriate, of being just the way kids talk when we were kids. Well, it's thanks to your favorite fa- pastime ever that it's inappropriate, I feel like. Wrestling? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did I tell you the story? Generation X. Of Okay, here, I've got a story time okay. real quick. Okay. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I had asked the kids to clean their rooms. Okay, it's bedtime. I'm going in to check, make sure that everybody's done what, they've, what I've asked them to do. Of course, no one has except Topher. Topher had cleaned his room from top to bottom like spotless. My, this boy is 14 years old, and I don't think in 14 years he's ever cleaned his room <laughs> as good as it was cleaned this day. And so I'm standing in the middle of our, our hallway, which has each kid's bedroom kind of, you know, on all sides of me, so they can all hear me, they can all see me. I'm standing there in awe at Topher's room, and I said, Topher has just become my favorite child. Said it loud enough for all three of my kids to hear me. Or Cannon and Mila go, what? And without missing a beat, Topher, my WWE-loving kid, goes, yeah, suck it! And I was like, what? You are now my least favorite child! (laughs) In that instant, in in a second, he went from being my favorite kid to my least favorite kid. And I had to explain to my 14-year-old what suck it means. And why it's inappropriate. (laughs) Do you know what you just inferred to your siblings? Do you know what it is? It's terrible. (laughs) Oh, and and telling him, Chris and I told him, and telling him his face was like, what? It's, not- it's almost <laughs> innocuous now. It doesn't mean what they or in our minds what yeah. it really means. Yeah. You know, because it's it's just a, a saying that really means in your face. Yeah. But now No. <laughs> but originally, even in WWE originally, that's what exactly what it meant. Uh-huh. And, and he uh, did the hand motion and everything. We <laughs> had to tell him thing. we had to tell him Topher. <laughs> Listen, this is where it originated and what it was our generation when we were in high school and your age that it it became a big thing. We know what it means, kid. I was going to I I remember in in middle school, in junior high. And that's when I was really starting to get into it. Mm -hmm. There was a kid who came. (coughs) Oh, you're right. Most most dying. Hold on. Most got the COVID. She's got it after all. I was just about to say it was coffee down the wrong pipe, not COVID. I'm good. Ugh. Um, we had a kid who wore a Degeneration X shirt that said that on there with just the U being asterisk out. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Are our teachers? I remember thinking even then, this is inappropriate for school. <laughs> But even now, even in the WWE, they don't say the word. Like, every now and then in the last couple really? decades, they have, like, a little reunion with the two main guys from okay. Generation X. And they don't say the word. They say the phrase, we got two words for you. <laughs> and then they let the crowd yell it out because they're, they're trying to do, you know, not TV 14 anymore. They're trying to be TVG or TVPG appropriate for. Uh... Well, it ain't working. <laughs> 
It's not working at all. But no, I was thinking about this actually um, the other day when I was adding more music to the radio station. I did a big music upload uh, the other day. And one of the songs that came up from, I think it was 2003, was from MXPX. And they had a, they released a really popular song, but it got no airplay on Christian, Christian stations because it was like a love song. And it was called Everything Sucks When You're Gone. Okay. So it's about being, you know, uh-huh. alone when when, yeah. when his girlfriend's gone or whatever. And I remember that being such a big controversy when it came out. Mm-hmm. Like there were parents saying, you will never listen to MXPX again. That's kind of thing. They had to, anytime they had it like on the TV, like there was a, a station in Albuquerque. And it wasn't even like a Christian station, but they would just play the thing. It was censored. The word sucks was censored. Even in the song, but also just like written out, it was all censored. I'm like, this is not the F word. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing to say. I say, I do not say sucks a lot. But when I say it, something has to be really bad. I use sucks as like, man, this is just the worst thing that could possibly be happening right now. Yeah. You know, and I've noticed that a lot of people kind of give me that look like, you really just said that. Well, yeah, because it does. It sucks. This is awful. But to say, you to use suck in a different manner, I can see where it's inappropriate and, you, you know, people would be like, you're absolutely never going to say that word. But to use it as a, like a description of... Of an, a feeling, an emotional feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It it feels like it makes perfect sense. I feel like there's not many other words that you can say that right. give the effect of how, how bad or how difficult something is. But at the same time, people would use that same argument to use the, the dirtier four-letter words. And we've even used that argument when we've talked about Christians and cussing. Yeah. About sometimes you got to say the D word. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. the S word really encapsulates the 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 actual emotion and feeling that you have that no other word will have. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot does not do the same thing. (laughs) But again, those are extremely rare situations. And I completely agree with you, even with the word sucks, in that it's usually reserved for, oh, this is the worst thing. That could happen. And it's usually in a very emotional situation. Uh-huh. Most of the time when I say it, it's in like a response to someone else mm-hmm. who is telling me a, a incredibly sad thing that has happened this week. Uh-huh. And I have no other words of comfort other than that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. I'm so sorry. But see, and then I know <laughs> like you, I don't know if we are the minority or the majority because there are so many people who I'm sure we'll find out after this airs. Right. There are so many people who say it or read it and they read it as that sucks. Sorry. Like just very flippant. Right. Like, with no with no yeah. back meaning to it. Right. Yeah. Whereas I don't know, like I said, I don't know if we're the minority or the majority, but I know that when you say it and when I say it, when I read it, when you've typed it, I know that it means that sucks. Oh, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly how I mean it when I say it. But then I always wonder when I type it to someone else, if they just read it like, oh, sorry for you. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I get what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Whew. 
That was a fun tangent. We definitely (laughs) just talked a lot about the word sucks. Susan. (laughs) Susan or Keith. Susan and or Keith Milburn. You have sparked a lot of conversation so far in the segment. The least you can do is let us know who you are. Of our show. <laughs> are you Please. Susan? And it doesn't help that there are three people in their picture. I don't know who's who. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> Just saying. All right. Uh, she got one more story here. Uh, she or he or both. Uh, last, my daughter, about four, came out of Wednesday Night Kids Club and was so excited to tell me that the teacher was teaching them about the possums. The 12 possums that followed Jesus around. (laughs) This is so cute. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Okay. Those those lessons you learned in Sunday school that completely change your your vision of of Jesus. (laughs) Jesus loved animals. He had 12 possums that followed him around all the time. I thought they were opossums. The 12 opossums. Good. You know? All right, we'll do one more here from Laura Riddle. Uh, When I was maybe eight or nine, my church had a Good Friday service. As a symbol of the bitter death of Christ, they served crackers with horse, horse, horse. This is one of those words I can never say. Horseradish. Thank you. Uh Uh, I had never had. Horseradish. Before, and <laughs> before my mom had the chance to warn me that I only needed a little and wouldn't like it, I scooped a giant pile onto my cracker and shoved the whole thing in my mouth. It was, of course, disgusting, and I immediately jumped up and ran to the bathroom to spit it out, which, of course, everyone saw. So, yeah. Say it again. Horseradish. <laughs> Horseradish. Hor- it. Horseradish. I just, Horse I don't, my radish. mouth doesn't want to say it. Horse my mouth radish. wants to, oh, mine's just oh melt. My tongue wants to fall apart as I'm saying it. Horse, horse, horseradish. Seriously? Wow. Can you say horse? Horse. horse. You barely can <laughs> horse. say horse, apparently. Horse, horse, horse. Radish. Horse. Horseradish. 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 Hey, I have a question for you. What's up? earrings a necklace bracelet watch what are those things like what category would those things fall into what would you call that that's all jewelry what is it jewelry jewelry okay my family says jewelry and it's pissing me off (laughs) that's another word that we probably shouldn't say oh all right so for everybody who wasn't yet offended, <laughs> here we are. And, like, we're, we're not always this bad, but this, 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 uh, this, this segment, this, this, I'm sorry, portion of our show, because segment was offensive to Mo. We can't say segment, but uh, we can. <laughs> I think we better end right there. <laughs> Told you it was going to be a lot of fun. (laughs) Hey, we're going to take uh, one final break here. And uh, when we come back, uh, I'll answer a question maybe that you've been dying to ask. Huh? Huh, huh, huh. More back row to come. Stick around.
bunch of nerds. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. As things are winding down for the day, uh, first I'm going to ask, answer, <laughs> and ask us anything question. Uh, what flavor of ice cream do you wish existed? Uh, I'll be honest, I don't think that um, mine is that inventive, but I also know that I've never run across it. And I have a particular taste, okay? So I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. The problem is almost all brands of mint chocolate chip ice cream have gone to giant chunks of chocolate, which I do not like. I like the tiny little chocolate shavings. Uh, and the only place that still does that is Baskin Robbins. You can get a Baskin Robbins pint of mint chocolate chip and the chocolate is... You know, you're not you're not you're not chewing on chocolate is what I'm saying. I don't want to be chewing on a big hunk of chocolate. And so that's perfect. But it's it's also still not enough chocolate. And so to combat that, what I want is I want a mint chocolate chip with the really thin chocolate shavings with a fudge swirl in it. That's what I want. I think that would be my perfect ice cream if it existed. Uh, let's do our Bible verse for the day. Bible verse for the day is Psalm 143.6. I stretch out my hands to you, my soul thirsts for you, like a parched land. And that's going to do it. That uh, That's it for our show. Be sure to check out all of what we do online over at lovethynerd.com. we got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and uh, become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Follow us on all the socials at The Back Row LTN, at LTN On Air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And The Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in the fun. Lastly, just in case you ever miss a day, find the podcast version of the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, subscribe, rate five stars, and leave review something along the lines of, I laugh my head off. We'll be back tomorrow morning with one more right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central Time with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a fantastic day. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And remember, if nobody tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.